um, I decided to, after 15 years, exit my wholesaling operation. And so I worked out an agreement with my COO and, um, you know, I, I said, Hey man, I'm, I'm moving on to, to different things. Perfect. Hey everyone, Jamel Gibbs here. Welcome to another podcast episode. Listen, we have a very special guest on the line with me today. Now, this is a, this is a guy who's been, you know, we've been friends for at least 12 years, I want to say. Yeah. And he's been in a real estate business since 2005-ish. And as soon as he came into this business, he definitely put his foot down. He made a statement when he came into the business, to say the least. But um, I wanted to talk to him about how he's made a transition in his wholesaling business. And you'll be surprised what we're going to talk about today. Sometimes uh, bigger is not always better. We're going to talk about why that's the case on today's podcast. I'm really excited to hear what uh, my, my, my good friend Alex Pardo has to say in regards to scaling your wholesale business or not scaling your wholesale business. This is going to be something I think each and every single one of you are going to benefit uh, from this particular podcast, whether you're brand new to real estate and you think that scaling is the best way to go, or if you're looking to scale your business, if you've been in the business for a little while, but you're deciding or thinking if you should scale your business to the next level, you'll be surprised, like I said, to find out what Alex is going to talk about today. Alex Pardo, what's up, my man? Jamel, dude, I'm absolutely pumped and excited to be on your show, dude. So awesome to always connect with you. You hit the nail on the head, man. You and I have known each other for about 12, 13 years, and it's just been so cool to kind of watch your growth from afar and uh, and and how you're educating and inspiring people. Love what you're doing with the podcast. So appreciate the opportunity to just kind of you know share a little bit about what I know. I appreciate that, bro. And uh, you know, it, it's been a real pleasure knowing you over the 12 years as well. Now, I feel really bad though, man. I got I got to say I should have had you on this podcast a lot sooner. But this it's is hard. like episode, I mean, I just started it, you know, in my defense, I just started this thing, you know, uh January 2020. So, um I'm having a lot of fun doing it and um, you know, at the very least, at least I have you on right now, right? Yeah, man. Well, <laughs> better late than never, man. So, I appreciate the opportunity, my friend. Yeah, man. Yeah, man. Uh definitely a a major player in the business, guys. Um if you don't have a pen and a piece of paper, look, this is not the webinar style at all, but I do want you guys to take a lot of notes because some of you will have questions in regards to, you know, hey, uh, should I scale? Should I not scale? Or is it the best time to scale? Or does scaling even fit my lifestyle? Does wholesaling even fit my lifestyle? And that's exactly what we're going to talk about today, guys. So Alex, why don't you tell everybody a little bit about yourself, man? Yeah. So, you know, born and raised in Miami. Um, I, I wasn't born with a silver spoon in my mouth, but I also necessarily don't have a rags to riches story. You know, my, my parents are from Cuba, uh, middle-class, hardworking family. They instilled, uh, just great work ethic and, and, uh, just grew up very humble, uh, very hungry. You know, uh, my, my parents have done so much for my sister and I. And so, uh, a big part of my why has always been to really take care of them and, and to, and to give back and to just show my appreciation, uh, I remember being 11, 12 years old. I, I grew up, I love sports. And so I grew up playing baseball and basketball and dude, I would buy baseball cards and I would flip them for an extra 50 cents or a dollar. 
And I kind of caught the bug that, man, I, I, I love this idea of buying low and selling high. Of course, at the time, I didn't know it was called wholesaling. I was just trying to make a little bit of extra money to buy a pizza or whatever. Um, and then I got into college at FIU, Florida International. And um, dude, I don't know if it was an ego thing, but like I had the desire to kind of climb the corporate ladder. And I wanted to, I saw myself as like the future, future CEO or CFO of a big company. So I ended up uh, getting accepted into GE's General Electric's financial management program. Uh, brother, three months working in that job. I looked at my boss. I looked at her boss all the way up the ladder. And I'm like, there is absolutely no way I can do this for the rest of my life. Like I just couldn't, um, I, I was working 70, 80 hours a week and there was no way I could live the desired lifestyle that I envisioned working for somebody else. So uh, kind of a super long story short, I ended up uh, finishing that two-year commitment. I went backpacking around Europe with a couple buddies and um, I was in the internet cafe in Ibiza and a friend of mine, Ray, sends me an email inviting me to a, a marketing for deals boot camp is what it was called. And uh, just to give you some context, Jamel, I was 25 years old. My trip was about to come to an end and I was moving back in with my parents. Now, as a single guy, 25 years old, not the best look. Yeah. And so that, that was a driver for me, man. It's like I didn't want to go out and get a job. And I had been reading books like Rich Dad, Poor Dad, Think and Grow Rich. So I knew I wanted to get involved in real estate. I just didn't know what that looked like. So I actually, my buddy Ray, who invited me to this, I actually brought him on as a partner. He had been doing real estate a little bit before me. And, uh, and that was a lesson in and of itself is, is just how fear like almost took over. And um, I felt like I had to bring him in, but it was a catalyst and a springboard to just like explode in this business. Yeah, man. Um, how did you end up? Host, starting a wholesale real estate entirely. Like, how did you, yeah. what, how, what made that decision? Like, how did you make that decision? Yeah, man, for, for me, uh, like I got exposed to different niches within real estate and I, I, I'm not much of a handyman and the thought of like managing crews and contractors fix and flip didn't really appeal to me. And, um, and, and I, I learned about lease options and subject twos and seller financing, but wholesaling, you know, I quickly learned, you don't need your money. You don't need you know, uh, credit, you don't need experience. It's just, it's really, it kind of went back to when I was a kid. It's just buying low and, and selling a little bit higher. So it kind of oh. just clicked with me. And, um, and man, I made a ton of mistakes. I mean, mm -hmm. I don't want to 44 grand was, that was my, my first deal was my biggest deal. My first year in business. Like, I don't want to make it seem like I was just popping off $44,000. Yeah. Um, but I, man, I quickly realized that this is a very forgiving business and, you could still make mistakes in this business and get paid for that. Yep. Now, granted, um, I had the benefit of the market behind me at that point, but obviously a couple of years later, the market shifted and, and there was a lot of learning lessons there, but yeah, man, wholesaling just made a lot of sense to me. It just clicked. And so I, I kind of put the blinders on and it was all about wholesaling the first couple of years. That's awesome, man. You know, I wish I could say that my first deal was $44,000, man, but I only made I think it was fifteen hundred dollars after thirteen months being in a business. But I will say, my second check was forty eight thousand dollars. Ah, you got me. <laughs> <laughs> you got, dude. Any amount of money you make on your first deal, you'll never forget. Whether it's fourteen hundred or forty four, what the That's number? Right. It just that was like once I I closed that first deal, it was like okay, I'm not looking back. This is what I'm doing. Yeah, man. So you so you made the transition into wholesaling. Again, you mentioned lease options and other different ways of investing. Was it an easy transition to get into wholesaling at that point? Yeah, I, I would say so. Because again, I think it, it went back to the fact that I kind of had burned the ships mentally. Gotcha. Like I, I, I knew I wanted to, I didn't, 
like, man, my, my biggest fear at the time was going back and get a, getting a job. Like I, I just knew I didn't want that. Mm -hmm. Um, and I wanted to do something for myself. I wanted to take care of my family. I wanted to get out of my parents' house. And so, um, come hell or high water, I was going to make this work. Yeah. So, absolutely. Yeah. So let, let me ask you this, man. What are some of the biggest misconceptions people have when it comes to wholesaling real estate? Yeah, look, wholesaling, it's um, it, it's a business and it's very transactional nature. It's mm -hmm. not an easy business in my experience to um, 100% automate and scale. It, it's, it's, a, mm -hmm. it, it's a scalable business it, and we can talk about that because, you know, uh, several years ago I set out to do just that. Um, the first four or five years I was in the wholesaling business, Jamel, I was wearing all the hats. I was mm -hmm. doing the marketing. I was talking to sellers. I was talking to buyers. I was going to the closing. I mean, I was wearing all the hats. And then in 2010, 11, I, I never forget, man, I was on a date and I had just sent out a big, I, th I think I sent out a couple thousand mailers and dude, my phone was blowing up. Mm. And I felt this guilt between like wanting to be like focused and present, you know, for, for the lady I was with. And then also like, dude, I spent money and these are deals. You yeah. know, and that was the point where I'm like, okay, I need to start hiring and building a team and scaling the business. But um, wholesaling, guys, it, it's for me, it's a means to the end. It's just the vehicle. It's not the end all be all. Um, and it's very transactional. It, it, it can be a grind. It can be a hustle. So it's a great business to generate a lot of cash. But the biggest mistake I made was that I wasn't taking that cash and putting it into assets that spit Damn. off cash flow. Right man, that, now you're talking my language, Alex. Man, you're talking my language, my friend. Because that's exactly what I what I what I try to teach people. You know, wholesaling is a means to an end, but don't let it be your end all be all, man. So I love I love this message, man. Continue, please. Yeah, no, it, it's just a tool, man. And and it, uh, I always believe in just being fully transparent. The first decade I was in this business, man, I, I made a bunch of money and I lived a very good lifestyle. But like at the end of the year, I'd look back and I'm like, I got to go out and do it again next month. Yep. And I got to do it again next month. And then quite honestly, there, there was months where, where we kind of like, we hit a dip and mm -hmm. you know, we'll, we'll go from closing three, four, five deals a month to not closing any the next month. And it was this roller coaster and man, it got to a point where I got tired of riding that income roller coaster. And, um, and, and I quickly realized that, man, this, I got into this business for wealth and for freedom. Um, and, and that's provided by cash flow. You yep. know, and, and wholesaling doesn't really provide that cash flow. It provides pops of income. Um, and so that that's a mistake that I'm hoping, you know, people can kind of learn from uh, and not follow the path that I did the first decade. Man, I love I love where we're going with this conversation, man, primarily because it fits right in line with what I what I believe as well, man. And I think a lot of us who, who've been in the business for quite some time now, you know, you're 15 years in and I'm, I'm going on 20 myself. Now, I realized about you know, 10 years in that this is a grind yeah. at the end of the day, man. And that's not why, if you think about the real reason why you came into the business in the first place, it, it was to create real wealth. Wholesaling provides uh, the, the opportunity to get rich, but mm -hmm. you, you can never get, you can never become wealthy wholesaling houses because real wealth is created when your income exceeds your expenses without your personal efforts, right? But- yeah. The reason I'm, I'm bringing that up is you've decided, you know, just a couple of years ago, uh, you've decided to make a shift in your business. You want to talk about that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, and I appreciate you allowing me the opportunity to just kind of open up and share with people what was kind of in my mind. And, and as of June of this year, uh, so I'll start with the end and then I'll kind of backtrack and give you the backstory. But mm -hmm. June of this year, um, I decided to, after 15 years, exit 
my wholesaling operation. And so I worked out an agreement with my COO and, um, you know, I, I said, Hey man, I'm, I'm moving on to, to different things. Um, and so now that I've kind of, uh, spoiled you with it, with the end, let me kind of backtrack and it had nothing to do with COVID. And so in 2000 beginning of, so 2017, 18, I said, scale this, this business. Uh, and I don't know if it was an ego thing or not, but like I saw other people doing it and there's a lesson in that. You know, um, I joined the mastermind and I saw people closing a bunch of deals and making a bunch of money. And it looked like it was all like unicorns and rainbows from the outside. And I'm like, I'm going to set out to scale this wholesaling operation and we're going to crush Miami. And so, dude, within a year, we grew from two, three people. I think it was three people at the time to nine people. I saw my overhead balloon from about five grand a month to about 45 grand a month. And my margin started to shrink. Yep. And I started to have more stress and more headaches. And while I wasn't the one meeting with sellers and doing the marketing, I had awesome team that did all that. I was now managing the team and doing sales calls and holding them accountable and dealing with, you know, team member challenges and compensation models and all this kind of stuff. And, um, man, I quickly realized that like, I got away from the vision I had for, I always wanted a, uh, low overhead, high margin business that fit mm -hmm. my vision, something that gave me more time, not that took time, something that gave me energy, not that drained me from energy. And dude, I quickly realized in 2019 that like we had our ups and downs and we were still profitable, but like, I wasn't even happy within the business I had built. Mm. Right. Like I wasn't, there was, it was the beginning of 2019. I was in Guatemala in a missions trip and it was, um, it's a, a thing called master mission that my buddy Steve Cavanaugh puts on and it's half mastermind, half mission trip. And during that mastermind, I kind of opened up to people and I said, man, I, this is going to sound weird to some people. Jamal, I literally felt like God had been tapping me in the shoulder. Like I was meant to do something bigger with my life and mm. different with my business. Um, and so over the course of the next four or five months and a lot of prayer and meditation and talking to coaches and you know, the right people. Um, dude, I realized that like I get more joy and happiness out of serving. I would legit get happier when somebody would send me a message about a podcast that I put out having a positive impact on their life. That would make me happier than the next $20,000 deal we were going to close. Oh, man. And, and the business just kind of got a little bit mundane and boring. It was just rinse and repeat, like deal after deal. And I'm like, I, I want to work with the right people. And mm -hmm. so, um, along with Steve, we launched uh, ascend, which is a mastermind and coaching community and dude, I've, I've never been happier. So I, I remained with that business, but, um, you know, earlier this year, I finally just made the decision, Hey, I'm going to start to kind of unwind this beast that I've created. Absolutely. And, uh, and so, yeah, man, now I have more time. I'm making more money. I'm happier. Uh, and I'm in my genius zone, you know, which, which I think is something it, it man. yeah, man, I, I love that story, man. I love it so much because I personally made the same decision you made, man. I, I, I realized that I don't want to have the big office. I let the office go. I could do everything virtually. I can still make a bunch of money, but not have to, uh, be involved with the ins and outs of the business by creating passive income, man. The reason we wanted to get it in real estate is because we wanted to create that time and freedom. Yeah. That's what most people want at the end of the day. So I'm happy you're talking about this, man. Yeah. And I think it's important. Something I want to highlight is that um, I'm a big believer, man. I learned years ago through the Life in Air organization that you have to have a clear written vision for what you mm -hmm. want your life to look like and then go about 
building a business that's going to enhance, amplify, and support that vision and that lifestyle. And I think too many of us real estate investors and entrepreneurs like flip the script where it's all about like building the biggest business in town or the biggest building in town, making a bunch of money. And then yet, dude, they, they have no time for family, for friends, for doing the things they want to do, right? It's, it's relationships suffer, health suffer. So um, I got really, really clear, Jamel, on what I wanted for my life. And then I looked at the business and said, is this business going to help support this vision? And if not, that's when I decided I have to make a switch. And so I, I think it's really important to get clear on what you want and get equally clear on what you don't want. Man, that's fantastic, bro. Great information, Alex, man. So if we had to give our listeners a step-by-step -step process to go from where they are right now with the decision-making of their business, whether they want to wholesale or not, you know, you were in a position just like myself where we decided that wholesaling wasn't the end all be all. Mm -hmm. uh, we needed to do something else to really create the wealth that we wanted out of business. Again, not taking anything away from wholesaling, but if we had to give a step-by-step -step process just to get into the mental state of yeah. making that transition, what would, what would you say those, those steps look like? Yeah. I'm going to answer that question. I, I want to, I think it's important that I kind of highlight something I don't want anybody listening to this to hear that you and I are saying, don't scale, don't get big. That's not what I'm saying at all. What I'm saying, and this is going to kind of lead into the answer to your question, start with the end in mind. Get super, super clear and focused on what you want the end desired outcome to look like in your mm -hmm. life and in your business, and then start to reverse engineer the process and ask yourself, is the current path that I'm going down, is the current business that I'm operating is that going to be a stepping stone or is that going to get me to where I, where I ultimately want to go? Um, again, wholesaling for me is a stepping stone, but I got clear that, you know, I asked myself a very important question at the end of last year. I said, if I'm still operating a wholesaling business here in South Florida with eight, nine, 10 team members, am I in 12 months, am I going to be happy? Am I going to mm. be fulfilled? And the answer was no. And knowing that, I made a decision at the beginning of the year. I need to start to unwind this thing that I had built. So to answer your question specifically, start with the end in mind, get clear on what you want your life to look like without regards to money, without regards to material possessions, like what energizes you, what fills you up, what's your passion, what's your mission, what's your purpose, get clear on that. And, and, and that's not always the easiest thing to do, but figure out what that is, figure out what your strengths, what your unique ability is double, triple down on that, and then make sure that you're operating in that zone and, and ask yourself, is the business I'm in utilizing my strengths, my unique ability, and is it going to help take me to where I want to go? If the answer is no, start to figure out what that is. Start to figure out how you can be tapping into your strengths and what are you truly called and meant to do? So, so, so basically design your business around the way you want your life, the way you want to live your life. Correct. That's what Alex is saying, man. Dude, so one, one, of, one of the exercises that was just, it was just a complete game changer for me. It was a blank calendar, Jamel. And uh -huh. in this blank calendar, so think, you know, you got Sunday, Monday, Tuesday, all the way through Saturday, and you got all these boxes. And the exercise was, if you could live your ideal day slash week, put in the boxes what you would be doing with your time. And so whatever that is, right? So for me, it was, I wanted to do, I wanted to play golf on Friday and I wanted to hang out with my family these days and I wanted to do this. So you fill that in and then at the end you see, okay, where are the white boxes? This is where you can fit your business into. 
How many hours do you have and what kind of business do you need to create that allows you to work the hours to support this ideal lifestyle? And that was a game changer for me, man. And if you have a hard time, here's a tip. If you have a hard time figuring out what you're called to do or what you want, ask yourself, okay, if I'm not 100% sure what I want, ask yourself, what do I not want? Sometimes it's easier to kind of flip it and say, okay, well, let me get clear on what I don't want. And then I can kind of back into what I do want. Um, so that, that's one thing. Um, I think it's, it's critical and it's important that during this phase, if you find yourself in this season of life where you're like, maybe you're wholesaling, or maybe you're doing something and you're not a hundred percent sure if that's what you want to be doing, surround yourself with people that are going to really support you. People that are going to walk alongside you, people that are going to kind of hold you accountable and, and hold a mirror up to you. Um, don't play, uh, point the finger or blame others for where you are. If, if you're not happy with the money you're making or what you're doing, chances are you're not in alignment. There's no congruency between who you are and what you're meant to be doing. Mm. And I realize some of this might sound kind of pie in the sky type of stuff, but I think it's important that dude, many of us entrepreneurs, it's always like hustling and going. And yep. I think sometimes we need to do the opposite. I think we need to hit the pause or the reset button. And I think that's where you and I found ourselves a couple of years ago. Yep, exactly, man. Alex, man, this has been a really, really good uh, podcast so far, man. And I, and I got to say, obviously, there's a lot more that we could talk about uh, on this particular podcast. A lot more detail we could go into. And I would love to have you back uh, for a second segment of this uh, particular podcast. In fact, if you guys want to see Alex on this podcast, again, do me a favor, leave a comment in the comment section, because there's a lot more to, a lot more pieces to this puzzle that we're talking about uh, today. Uh, Alex, man, um, I, I know you have a lot going on right now in your businesses. I know that you're you're uh, simplifying your businesses as well at the same time. Where could our listeners go to find out more information about what you got going on, man? Yeah, man. Jamel, again, thank you so much for having me on the show, man. I, I hope and trust that some of what I've shared has, you know, is going to have a, a, a positive impact on somebody's life that's listening to this. A couple of different ways. Um, I have a podcast called The Flip Empire Show. Uh, I release two episodes a week. So if you guys head over to flipempire.com um, and then if you put the forward slash podcast, that'll redirect you, uh, redirect you to Apple Podcast. And then um, ascendyoursuccess.com. Ascendyoursuccess.com is where you can learn more about uh, our mastermind and the community that we've built there. So those are probably the two best places. In addition to social media, you can just find me out there. Awesome, man. And I'll go ahead and link everything into the, in the uh, show notes as well. So you guys can be able to check out Alex, uh, any books you're reading right now, man. Oh man, there's a ton, uh, here, uh, I'll share with you a couple. All right. These are three that I'm in the middle of the love dare. So for anybody who's in a relationship, actually, this is the love dare for parents, but I also got the love dare. Um, it's a 40 day dare, uh, read it. It'll change your relationship. It'll flip it on its head, uh, work less, make more James Schramko, great book. And then a buddy of mine, I haven't gotten into this one yet, but he highly recommended. I read it called this naked mind. Um, and I don't drink a lot, but he says that this book has completely changed his life. Wow. Um, and so I haven't gotten into this one yet, but I keep hearing great things about this book. So yeah, I'll put those in the show notes as well, man. Um, any last words for our listeners? I, I know that um, there's a, like I said, there's a ton we could talk about, yeah. but if, if, if we had to give our listeners one last thought, what would that thought be? 
Wow, that is a loaded question. It's a great one. Um, don't let fear dictate your life. You know, understand that what you're going through right now is meant to shape you. It's not meant to define you. Um, I fail on a daily basis. And when I look back at it, the, those failures are blessings in disguise. And so mm. uh, if there's something that you want to do, if there's something that you're feeling compelled or called, maybe it's for you, it's God, maybe it's the universe, maybe it's an intuition or a gut feeling, um, don't delay the inevitable. Do what you got to do because sometimes, man, unfortunately, it takes a tragedy. It takes somebody's passing to like remind you and sober you up to the fact that like, dude, the next minute isn't promised. That's right. And so it, it's so important that we take advantage of the limited time we have on this earth to do the things that are going to energize us and that are going to have a positive impact on people's life, whatever that might be for you. So figure out what your gifts and talents are, uh, double down on those things and, uh, and just go out there and create an awesome life. Cause we really only have one shot at this thing, man. This has been a great, great podcast, man. I definitely want to have you back to go in a little more detail on what we were talking about today. Yeah. Well, this happened at epiphany. We're not telling, like, like you said, man, we're not telling people not to scale their wholesale business. The idea is to wrap your business around how you want to live your life. Bingo. It's probably the best way to put it. Yeah. And if you're brand new or if you've been in the business for a while, this definitely affects you as a real estate investor. Alex, man, it's been a real pleasure having you, brother. Looking forward to having you again. And thank you guys for listening in on another podcast. I'll see you guys on the next one. Take care. Have a great one. Check out my website at reieducationacademy.com. To make it easy, you can just simply go to jamelgibbs.com or check out my YouTube page at youtube.com forward slash Jamel Gibbs. I'm all over the web, whether it be on Facebook slash the Jamel Gibbs or on Instagram at Jamel Gibbs. I'm on LinkedIn as well. I'm on TikTok. I'm on Snapchat. Check out all of these platforms for daily content, weekly content, more content from Jamel Gibbs. But if you want to get more in depth, go to REI Education Academy dot com and that's how you can find out more about my training material and how you can get started investing in real estate today talk to you later